Don't worry, we're cousins. We can think about each other's Johnsons and pizza boxes. It's normal. <laughs> Welcome, Commander Smith. We are the Commander Smith. I'm Adam Smith. And I'm Larry Smith. Don't worry. We're still delayed, and I'm a cousin. <laughs> and I'm a cousin. <laughs> you know why my don't worry was so long? Because I was like, wait, am I supposed to say my name now? Or shit. Nope, it's don't worry is next. Because the delay is throwing me yeah. off. <laughs> Uh, this is because we have so much content to get to with new cards it's gonna be so sweet yeah so we're gonna kind of go quick with this uh this episode 112 uh kind of 111.5 because this is the second part of our commander review of commander 2020 i don't i don't know why i said it in that accent but it wasn't even an accent it just i was starting to misspeak because i'm Two, two beers in, and then I just turned it into that. So there's honesty for you. Ooh, cracked a beer. What yeah, are you drinking, Lowry? Strawberry Resist Milkshake IPA from last time you listened to us. <laughs> Which we don't know when this one's coming out. It could be later this week, or it could be later in the week, or it could be the next week's episode. Who knows? <laughs> Only you guys do, because it's, it's out. <laughs> So we're just going to get right to things because we uh, went really long with the last episode. Uh, again, you guys can go to Patreon. Uh, that's the way you guys can uh, support the show financially. Again, pay or get, hop on our Discord. Yep, Discord or just a dollar gets you on the Discord. Discord's going crazy. Uh, we obviously don't have any new patrons this week because we are recording this back-to-back from our other one. So maybe there is a new patron, but we don't know. Um, Checking. Check no, we good. <laughs> uh, free way to support the show is to go on YouTube. We are probably over 200. I'm hoping we want to get over a thousand at some point here. So literally has to be one more to get to 200. one more to 200, but that was last week. So I'm hoping that we got one more off of that. <laughs> uh, and then the other places you guys can contact us or whatever, or interact with us is on Twitter or on Gmail, you guys can send us uh, questions if you want to do anything direct message-wise. Or, as you notice, again, we did not have a song because this is the back-to-back episode. Ah, all right. And you're welcome. Yeah. That's what I'm curious is, do people like this better? Like, just getting right to the meat and potatoes. Gross. Not the meat I don't even potatoes. like potatoes. <laughs> I'm not even sure you like meat. <laughs> oh, I love the meat, Lowry. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of pizza do you order? The sausage? Just just one big sausage. I, that's how I, I act like I'm in a porno after ordering sausage pizza. Oh, good for you. <laughs> I'll, I'll keep around like old pizza boxes so I can uh, cut holes in it. <laughs> yeah. Bug my wife and be like, pizza's here. <laughs> you just walk, you just walk around with the pizza. That doesn't even make sense though. If you think about cutting the pizza box and cutting a hole in it, like, it has to be on the side, right? That That is how it is, isn't it? It just lays side. there. It doesn't go from the bottom like a popcorn, you know, the whole dick in the popcorn oh, yeah, thing. Sure. Okay. It's to the side, and I make sure to get thin crust so <laughs> the box is thinner. So. <laughs> so it fits better. <laughs> it looks bigger. But it might fit. You don't want it to be, like, all over the place. <laughs> so. I just hate that this image is in my head. Just your... <laughs> don't worry i keep my clothes on too it's it's fine 
don't worry we're cousins we can think about each other's johnson's and pizza boxes it's, it's normal there's <laughs> different variations of harry that's fine <laughs> oh okay let's let's move into the episode uh we have three, timeless three decks to talk about yep timeless what is it timeless what timeless wisdom john's gonna be really sad that uh we have no whale werewolves in this one, so <laughs> werewolves <laughs> dude you you need to get your speech under control there so timeless wisdom is the cycling deck and cycling is going to be in the ikoria set all right so our first commander with the cycling I cut all that because i said i was going to call it, cut all that <laughs> <laughs> is gavi nest warden and gavi is a human shaman legendary creature two likes long walks on the beach (laughs) (laughs) it looks like it from the picture or in the purple mountainside after drawing cards yeah two blue red and white for a two five you may pay zero rather than pay the cycling cost of your first cycle each turn whenever you draw a card or draw a second card each turn create a two two red and white dinosaur cat creature token i like the zero yeah that's pretty sweet for cycling. There's some bigger cycling costs. And so if you do that first card, you cycle each turn, you could cycle for free on big ones. And it's each turn, which is nice because you can do it on other yeah. people's turns and everything. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Right. Mm-hmm. Like you put this in with Ristic studies. Somebody doesn't pay you draw a card and then you just pay for free. And then you get a two, two as well. And you, I, I like this. And even like whenever you draw your second card is separated from the cycling ability. So if you're just drawing two cards on a turn, you're you getting get to a, two, a two, 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 two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like this commander a lot. Might be towards the, the top of the ones that I like so far that we've previewed, previewed, <laughs> really <laughs> previewed, <laughs> not previewed, previewed, <laughs> Francais. <laughs> Uh, the other kind of like Twitter thing is if you follow Gavin Ferry from Wizards of the Coast, he put Gavi Nest Warden, but together so it looked like Gavin Nest Warden type uh, thing. Oh, I gotcha. So maybe this is his Morrow card. I don't know. Gotcha. Maybe Dinosaur Cat Lady. I don't know. I don't know his life. <laughs> this card, I agree. This card seems really cool. Yeah. Um, If you want it, you got it. This one I might. I actually might steal this one. Stealing? I'm letting you have it. Oh, thank you, Larry. This one I might just pee all yeah. over. Only your card, not mine. <laughs> this one I, 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 as of at this point, I think this is the one I wanna I wanna get right now. So incentivizing drawing cards. Okay, sure. <laughs> I'm okay with this. <laughs> and add in cycling, which is like a semi-unique ability at this point, like. Yeah. The cool thing is like for the longest time I used to think cycling was like uh, only your turn thing, but man, cycling is so good because you can do it at any, you know, it's instant speed type thing. That's not even, yeah, it's, you can't really interact. You can't interact with cycling, right? I mean, that's, it might be a, Yeah, I'm not going to say anything. I'm going to say you cannot. I'll go with you. (laughs) Or I just cut all that part so we don't have number two breathing down our necks. (laughs) Although I might like that. I mean, there's. I think there's some ways. I want to say like it's a triggered ability. 
but oh fuck me. Yes, please. All right, next one, Larry. No, I hold on. I clicked on Gabby Nest, whatever, and then had to back out, and then oh. I got to go all the way back. <laughs> there we go. All right, cryptic trilobite, and this is going to be XX. One more from porn. Uh, <laughs> trilobite. Whenever. No, that was a good joke. You no. don't pity laugh at that. Cool that story, good asshole. One. Cryptic Trilobite enters the battlefield with X11 counters on it. Remove a 1 1 counter from Cryptic Cryptic Trilobite. Add uh, Diamond Diamond, which is two colorless. Spend this mana only to activate abilities. Pay one, tap it, put a 1 1 counter on Cryptic Trilobite. I like that you can just remove the counter at any time. It isn't it's a only tap for ability. Activated abilities. I know, that's the only thing that sucks. I wish you could. Spend it for anything else. Not good, right? So you could, you could, you can remove it to pay for its one to tap it to put another one one counter on it, and then have one left over, and then remove them all to get a bunch of colorless. That could be maybe okay, but it's not like something that I want to be paying a ton of. Like you can probably two to four is maybe the most that I would want to do. You know, I don't want to sink like eight mana to create a four four, four, four. yeah for this. But it gives you eight back for activated abilities. <laughs> yeah, for activated abilities, like Yeah, this is only really good if you're you continue to add to it. If you get this early ish game, you know Do you want to sink that eight mana back into like walking ballista, or did you just want to pay that eight to put it into walking ballista? <laughs> Touche, Lowry. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next one. Uh, this one seems pretty interesting. So it's Agitator I like Ant. It. Two and a red for a 2-2. Two, two. At the beginning of your end step, each player may put up to two 1-1 one, one counters on a creature they control. Go to each creature that has counters on, put on it this way. <laughs> That's It's interesting. Because if, if the player's already like, well, I know I'm not going to attack you, so I'm just going to put two counters on this so I get bigger to attack this person. How often do you think people are going to do that, though? There is, a, in the four-color commanders, there's a white card that does something similar to this. It's not, It doesn't goad, but it allows them to, like, they put one-to-one counters on their creature, and they just can't attack you for the next turn. Mm-hmm. People do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. This part of the goading, though, at the beginning of your end step, each player may put two one-on-one counters on a creature. So it's only one. So they might, yeah, they might not want to sit down and be like, okay, I'm going to put two one-on-one counters on this, but I got to attack that other guy that's also putting two one-on-one counters on there. It'd be in turn order. So it'll add an interesting uh, twist to the table, I think. Oh. Oh, the other really cool thing here is you can do it to your own stuff because it's each player. Oh, that's a good point. You can you can make Agitator Ant a 4-4 at the end of your turn. You your you end step on each player may put up to two on it. Go to each creature they control. So it, you can attack anybody because you're not going to attack yourself. Clearly, <laughs> you're not going to attack you. And if they want to steal it, it can't attack you then because it's goaded. Yeah, good point. That's that's meta-meta game right there. So already your first turn, if this is the only one it gets out, so you three drop for a four four. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's, 
that's pretty solid. And then if anybody else does that, yeah, I mean, they could get big quick. Like that's, that's a little bit of the downfall of giving people one, one counters is like, like, sure. they'll attack, they'll chump or take some damage. And then they don't do it the next couple of turns. And they attack until you with it. <laughs> swing back at you. But I mean, the thing is, is your guys are going to incrementally get bigger yeah. all the time. Yeah. And if they don't want to do it, you're just going to out outpace them. Yeah. So this card seems really cool. Yeah, I think you it'll know? be fun. Definitely Marissi, right? You're doing this in Marissi. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay, next one is a partner commander for this deck. Bralin, Sky Shark Rider. I hope she asked. Uh, three colorless and a red for a 3-3. Three, three. Did you say it's you a hope she asked? To ride the Sky Shark. Oh. She's being very presumptuous. <laughs> I don't even get uh, it. <laughs> Partner with Shabaraz, Sh- Shabraz, the <laughs> Sky Shark. Uh, whenever you discard a card, put a one, plus one, plus one counter on Braylon, Sky Shark Rider, and it deals one damage to each opponent. Uh, and then you can pay a, a mountain. Target Shark gains trample until end of turn, which seems super relevant. Uh, Other than it's... It's partnering with a shark, but so the shark that it so you, uh, partners with is Shabraz, the sky shark, which is three white and a blue for a three three shark bird, and this partners with the other one, flying. Whenever you draw a card, put a one one counter on Shabraz, and you gain one life, and then you can tap uh, blue or white target human gains flying until end of turn, so you can it can ride on Shabraz. So it can give her flying because she's riding the sky shark. Mm-hmm. Shabraz. It feels like a bad nineties movie title name. Yeah. Like <laughs> Shabraz. Shaq probably. Yeah, that's what it. I was thinking. Uh, but that was isn't that Kazam? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> uh and then Braylon gives the shark trample. And gets a one. So where's the? Di- I'm just got to go back and forth with this. Okay, plus one, plus one counters for drawing. Like, and then the red one is discarding. So you're wheeling, right? White, yeah. Uh, red, blue wheel deck. So Mister Sharkbird, I feel game. is much better than Mrs. Riding Sharkbird, don't you think? Because he's getting a one-one counter, and you're gaining life every time you draw. Whereas she is required to you discarding cards, you know, you don't have discarding to discarding cards and you're dealing damage to each opponent. Yeah. So kind of like work together in that realm uh, individually. I don't know if either of them are very good. Well, Shabraz, together, at least like- you're drawing a card every turn, you know, and in a blue yeah. deck, you could potentially do a lot more drawing, you know, Blue I'm not gonna white. fight you with that. <laughs> You're right. No, I just it, it. I think Shabraz could be on its own, whereas the other, the Bralin, Bralin or whatever, she needs. She needs him. She needs this the shark bird. Otherwise, I don't know about her very much. Her by herself? Would you build a deck around just her? Um, no. <laughs> You sound like, it's, it's like, it's like you're annoyed with. Oh no, it's a stupid question. 
<laughs> would do that. <laughs> I just don't think like that last ability is not relevant whatsoever. Right. To whereas like the sharks. Oh, that's ability. a good point. How many sharks before this set are there out there? Not yeah. many. I mean, maybe maybe I don't even think there's a bunch of red cards in that are sharks. Like they they all have to be blue. So like mono legend Braylon. Um, that last part is just not relevant. Right. <laughs> all right. Uh, so, let's move on to, I actually, this one's pretty sweet. Uh, Surly Badgesaur, three colorless and a red. This is a badger dinosaur. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, three, three. <laughs> Whenever you discard a creature card, put a one, one counter on Surly Badgesaur. Whenever you discard a land card, create a, treasure token and then when you whenever you discard a non-creature non-land card surly badgesaur fights up to one target creature you don't control so braylon with badgesaur is pretty sweet if you're you know you're making a discard type of deck i'd probably end up putting this in zancha because i have like that discard theme you probably end up putting this in uh your croxa deck maybe oh Croxa. What are you discarding in that? Not much. Deck. I would probably more so put it in um, Nekosar because I wheel a lot with that. Wheels. Yeah. That, Actually, that makes more sense. Oh, no, no, no. You're right. Croxa. You said Croxa, right? Not Perforos. Yeah, Croxa. Um, yeah, I'm not discarding as much. I, I still think Nekosar is probably a better spot for mine. I mean, the one nice thing about like this deck, it seems like when there's like that discard theme, maybe it's feeding into last year's madness deck a little bit, uh, or it could also be feeding into um, the madness deck. From last year. <laughs> <laughs> <There's this. laughs> I'm keeping that all in because it was I was on your every word and there's and <laughs> the madness deck. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> all right, I'll read the next one. It's a Kim the Soaring Wind. It's two blue, red, and white for a three-four bird dinosaur. Uh, it has flying. Whenever you uh, create one or more tokens for the first time each turn. Create a 1-1 one, one white bird creature token with flying. Uh, you can tap three blue, red, and white creature tokens you control. Gain double strike until end of turn. So it's a legendary creature. So this could be your commander. I'm kind of mad on this one. It's pretty high casting cost. You got to be creating tokens, and then you get a 1-1 one, one token. And then the double strike is very high casting cost. I mean, it's one more than what it costs to get him out, I guess. But it's only for your creature tokens, so he doesn't even get double strike. If it said creatures, I might be a little more like on board with this one. But uh, yeah, I don't. I'm I'm there with you. I don't think this makes it like a Kai card deck from last year's like M nineteen. Mm-hmm. Whenever you cast a non-creature spell, create a 1-1 one, one bird flyer. So this is support. And so you're making two each turn, maybe, if you're casting a spell. Because the big thing is, is like it's the first time each turn. Yeah, so you can do it on other people's like, turn. So you don't want to like go off on one turn, make a bunch of birds with Kaikar to trigger once. Like That's not very good right. for five in that style of deck. This one doesn't really do it for me. Because six is a lot for 
Because your tokens are what one one flyers like. <laughs> Whoa! Now they're doing two. So you're paying six. To, yeah, you're essentially paying six to make them two twos. Yeah. I mean, if you're pumping them a little bit, maybe that gets that that ends up being better. But like, it doesn't create tokens on its own. Yeah, not not one that I would play with in this deck. I mean, I'll be in the deck, you know, because we always do that uh, play the deck as it is. But it's not a commander I'll be making anytime soon. No. All right, jump into our phoenix. Alpire Phoenix, three colorless, red, red Phoenix. It's a four, two. It has flying. Thank God. That'd be weird if it didn't. (laughs) It's it's one of those ground Phoenixes. One of those ground Phoenixes. Ah, When, when Spellpire Phoenix enters the battlefield, you may return target instant or sorcery card with a cycling ability from your graveyard to your hand. At the beginning of uh, each end step, if you cycle two or more cards this turn, return Spellpire Phoenix from your graveyard to your hand. Your hand? Yeah, kind of sucks that it's not to to play. Blech. Why are most Phoenixes so bad? Not all of them. There are some very good ones. But um, I would because say, they're not dragons. Yeah. <laughs> Touche make dragons cool phoenix is bad and you're like hey dragons are cool yeah all right let's move on to the next one uh ether that that phoenix goes into a a cycling deck yeah that's about it in this deck (laughs) uh ether real forger for two blue elemental whale it's a three three delve uh and this also has flying you know those flying whales. Whenever this attacks, you may return uh, an instant or sorcery card exiled with ether with this. I'm not going to read it again <laughs> to its owner's hand. Ethereal so, forager. What is it? Ethereal. Ethereal forager. Okay. What did I say? Ethereal? No, ethereal. You're close. Mithril. Close enough not to correct you, and then you you didn't like it, so. <laughs> I'll just cut it and put that in the beginning so it sounds like I said it right. No, you don't. Uh, but so you delve with this to cast it, and then you can cast uh, any of those instant or sorceries. That seems pretty interesting. Late game stuff, mid game stuff. Could be yeah, fun in I a spell slinger. Like this ability on a, like a black blue creature, like that's a legend. I would like that. Yeah, I really like that. It's a flying whale. Whale. It's a whale wolf. A whale. What do we have here? Yeah, we got these puns going I think crazy. It's cool. I like it. Yeah. What did you? Don't mumble block me. <laughs> mumble block. Hey, really quick. I know this is just a reprint, but did you see what's in this deck? It's one of Locus your favorite. Yeah, Locus good. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, what's our next one, Larry? That would be really good in a cycling deck. What? Locus God. <laughs> Man, that was smart of them. <laughs> you know what would be good in any blue and red deck? Locus God. Herald <laughs> of the Forgotten. Six colorless, white, white. It's a cat beast. Six, six Rain. flyer. When, when Herald of the Forgotten enters the battlefield, if you cast it, return any number of target permanent cards with cycling abilities from your graveyard to the battlefield. Oh, to the battlefield. 
Hmm. Enters the battlefield if you cast it, return any number of target permanent cards with cycling. That is pretty sweet. I mean, for eight. I'd have to sit down and see what permanent cards have cycling in white, green, blue, right? You're also talking lands and everything like that. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, there is one, uh, two, three, four. There's four land cyclers. Mm-hmm. There's the, no, you the, there's. You got the duels. Five, six, seven. The dual cyclers. Which is one. You got the blue, yeah. the blue, white one. Then you have then the you have, single color cyclers. Then you have the, like, you know, where they, it's their color. It's tap one white yeah. cycle, your white land. Then you have the two, the colorless, colorless ones. Yeah, from Urza Saga. And then what else do we have? Is that it? Are they even in this deck? Maybe they are in this deck. Are we talking about white ramp for eight? Is that what we want? Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's the. So yeah, you're right. Then there's the um, our devastation cyclers <clears throat> that are one colorless and one blue, or one colorless, one oh, white. I kind of forgot about them. Yeah, because I didn't, yeah, because they come in. Well, they all come into play tapped. Yeah. Yeah, this seems interesting. I mean, it's an eight drop, so that, that could be a huge swing. Yeah, it's. I you'd have to build the deck, I guess, like to see how effective that is. Yeah, but that could be really, that could be solid, for sure. All right, next card is Dismantling Wave, two and a white for a sorcery. Uh, for each opponent, destroy up to one target artifact or enchantment that player controls. That's pretty sweet for three, or you can cycle it. Or six and two white. Uh, when you cycle this card, destroy all artifacts and enchantments. I like the the choice with this one, but man, eight. Is I've seen that, a lot of people really happy for this card. It seems and for the cycling ability. Yeah, I was gonna say the first part of it is pretty decent. You know, just for three to destroy, you know, your enchantment, your artifact. You know, get to choose between the two. I think that's pretty good in itself, but then just mass board wipe of everything. It could be interesting. And you're drawing a card out of it. Yeah. Eight mana destroy all artifacts and enchantments at instant speed. Draw a card. Seems expensive. Yeah. If it was all opponents, that would be a lot better. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah, then then I seriously consider that. Mm-hmm. But Cycling one, like, overload. But the the three mana is very playable. I think each opponent destroys up to one target artifact or enchantment that player controls. Because there's the there's a green one that's instant speed, green colorless. Everybody, all opponents sacrifice an artifact or enchantment that they control. So, like this is like a worse version of this, but cycling's tacked on. Yeah. So I don't, I, you know, it's, it's playable. It's, it's definitely playable. Yeah, playable. Sure. I'm not. The next card I'm, I'm not super... excited about, but good. Trombley really good. and, uh, are very excited about. Can we make up, uh, a, a name for, or a button for Trombley too. Um, Trombley. I might, I might have one. Hang on. You're a stupid dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. 
Oh boy. <laughs> so we're gonna move. Fierce, fierce Sorry, <laughs> I can think. Oh, listen to Blueprint Instant. <laughs> this. You control a commander. You you may cast this spell without paying its mana cost. Counter target non-creature spell. I, I have a better Trombley button. Nerd! They're right next to each other, too. Nerd and number two. <laughs> so, Fierce Guardianship is... <laughs> wait, wait, just completely ignore that and go to the card. All right, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> it's going to be a really, really... It's going to be expensive. Don't trade or sell yours away. No. Unless you have multiples of them. Um stopping any removal that's aimed at your commander for free seems ridiculous. Mm -hmm. You're not losing a card. You can run your, you know, you can tap your, uh, tap your mana out to play your commander, not worrying about it for at least one removal spell. You know, they're like wrath. You're like counter spell for free. Yeah. I'm going to remove your commander counter spell for like, it allows you to just run it out and tap out and not worry. Don't have any real repercussions. Yeah, for sure. That this one I could maybe potentially see, see like see play for myself, you know, because it's not <clears throat> discounter target spell. It is uh, more of protecting your creature, you know, or protecting from a cyclonic rift or something like that. You know, it's a non creature spell. Um, for sure. I can't wait until somebody casts a cyclonic rift. Then three other people go, uh, fierce guardianship. <laughs> right. Just, I don't want that to happen. <laughs> right. Uh, so yeah, this, I, there's a very good point. Do, do not trade this away. Cause this is going to be expensive. Sure. If this sure. price drops this down to 10 bucks or whatever, start picking that up. Cause it's going to be a $20, $30 card for sure. Oh. Um, uh, one card I do want to make mention that is a reprint that's a higher one, which is um, works perfect in this deck, is the Fluctuator. So that's the artifact that's two colorless cycling abilities. You activate cost up to two less to activate. Just a really good reprint because you can't have this deck without having that card in there. And we should also talk say, just mention right off the bat, is Arcane Signet is seeing a reprint in all, all five of them. them. Yeah. yeah. Which is sweet. Yep. So if you were holding on to them from the uh, Brawl decks like myself, but. stupid. <laughs> Wait, now I can go back to that other button that I was saying was Trombley. This is this is for me. You're a stupid dumbass. <laughs> I was, if they didn't reprint it here, I, I was expecting that card to really rise in price. But alas. Yeah. I mean, well, whatever. Uh, crystalline Resonance. Yeah, or I was gonna go say one? Renaissance, but yeah, I think it's Renaissance, Re Resonance, Resonance. Yeah, two colorless blue enchantment. Whenever you cycle a card, you may have Crystalline Resonance. Resonance? No, you're right. It's Resonance. Uh, become a copy of another target permanent until your next turn, except it has this ability. That's kind of cool because it doesn't have to copy like whatever's being. Well, of course, it's not being. You can't copy the cycled thing, so it's any permanent. That's pretty sweet. I like that. Ad. Basically, your Mirage Mirror in a cycling deck. Right, yeah. You can Except have you... Mirage Mirror in there as well. Uh-huh. Yep. I like that. It's cool. More yeah. options to have Mirage Mirror. Always like that. All right, is that it for this deck? 
Let me see if there's any other. There's Zenith Flare that we don't know anything about. I don't even know what that is. Uh, Ash Baron's reprint is sweet. Love it, but I don't think there's any other. Nope. Okay, so that is the deck for Timeless Wisdom. Now we move into Arcane Maelstorm. Maelstorm. Uh, and this one, the front commander is uh, Climax the Storm Sire, or it's... Calamax. Calamax. Uh, uh, you have way too much uh, fun. I like with... Climax better. I just like the Climax name. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Personal experience. One green, oh. blue, and red for a 4-4 legendary creature elemental dinosaur. Whenever you cast your first instant spell each turn, if Climax is tapped, copy that spell. You may choose new targets for that copy. Copy. Whenever you copy an instant or sorcery spell, put a 1-1 counter on Climax. The hard part with this one is it has to be tapped. So you have yeah, to... You have to uh, well, just for the 1-1 counter, though. No, 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 no. Whenever you cast your first instant, instant spell oh, yeah. each turn, yeah. it has to be tapped to copy it. So you, you won't be able to do it the turn it comes into play, and then you you have to attack somebody that it's not going to die to, and then you can start copying. But you're probably putting this in the deck that you are already have, like, forks or copy stuff anyways, right? I kind of want to build this deck. <laughs> I, I think this would be it. This is a Lowry deck. This is yeah this this might be be my jam right here yeah but it, it does seem it seems really cool and in the tap part i understand like yeah you, you gotta put some type of i'd rather have it tapped than like pay more mana to have these other abilities yeah. you know yeah but you get that sucker tapped and you're just copying left and right left and right I want to see you build this. Yeah, I think this will be a good Lowry deck. Well, each turn, because that's another thing. So it's first each turn. Yeah. And they've been trying to do that probably a bit more, but um, that makes sense. It allows you to like spread it out over time. You're not overextending, but still you need to meet some conditions. Yeah, you're not trying to go off on your turn and win the game. It has to be over multiple turns. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's I think that's a really good way to build a card. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's it's still it's a value based, but it's not combo centric. So you're you're looking for synergies. You're looking for um, stuff that incremental value, and that's what this card is. When, and that's what you're looking for when you're making decks, because just auto combo decks end up not being what sells yeah really you know so they're they're looking for ways that people want to spend and make decks so i think that's right right perfect right perfect <laughs> perfect <clears throat> like dude perfect but it's right perfect yeah i mean that's what we are right right <laughs> maybe at left. the end of every video we go at the end of every podcast we're like right perfect <laughs> i don't even know what you're and then high five <laughs> It was a pity laugh. I, I apologize for that one. <laughs> Other right. people pity laugh as well. Next, or first creature in this deck besides our commander. Nascent Metamorph. Nascent? Yeah, Nascent Metamorph. Nascent? Uh, color blue. 
It's a shapeshifter. It's a 1-1. One, one. Whenever nascent metamorph attacks or blocks, target opponent reveals cards from the top of their library until they reveal a creature card. Nascent metamorph becomes a copy of that card until end of turn. Then that player puts all cards revealed this way at the bottom of the library in a random order. What the hell did I just read? So when it attacks or blocks, you just target opponent reveals. It doesn't even have to be the person that's you're blocking or yeah. attacking. And then this just becomes a copy of that until under turn. Then all those cards go on the bottom of the library. That's interesting. I'll agree with you. It's interesting. For a two drop that could be very big in your commander game, depending on you pick the person that has big creatures. Like never play this. <clears throat> really? Because this, like, yeah, I don't. I mean, think of if you're playing me, like my Perforos deck. I would for sure pick me every time with that because it's all big creatures because you're cheating them out, you know. And this is a turn two could turn into something humongous, you know. And you have yeah. a lot of uh, people. Variance is too big on it, though. Like most of your decks aren't like Perforos, so if I'm putting this in just to play Perforos, it feels. Too but, narrow. but the 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 typical magic player pl- likes big stuff a lot of times you know i don't know it could be interesting what i'm not saying i'm gonna play it i just think it'd be interesting i was just saying that i'm not going to play it i'm not <laughs> saying it's not interesting <laughs> we're just on the other side like it's just uh i think it's a little too much work for two I, i'm glad that it's a card how about i'm glad that it's a card how about that <laughs> Oh, uh, I can't think of any way to know who you're going to attack properly, other than like what their commander is, you know, survivor, like revealed, and then you're just like, okay, I'm going to attack whoever has a creature on top. But it, it's you reveal until you get a creature, though. Yeah, but there's no way to make it like. So you're hitting a creature that's most likely going to be bigger than a one-one maybe not maybe a 2-2 sure I'll go with that (laughs) but most likely you're not putting shitty creatures in your deck you know what I'm saying like this there's utility creatures that I think you would hit more of yeah which then you have a little Um, bit of a problem because this is probably this is tapped so you can't really use the utility of it but I mean like some of them are just you know solemn simulacrum uh, wood elves uh, any you know those small ones that kind of have ETB or death triggers that allow you to move your game plan forward. That like maybe you want that. Like if it turns into a death trigger, maybe that works out fine. I guess but... it de- I would say it depends on your meta because if you have a lot of people that play bigger creatures, I would say this would be perfect in those kind of decks because then you're you're potentially hitting their big, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you have a good chance of picking one of the times. They, they're the ones that are more likely to have a big creature to block with. Yeah. But this is a two drop. If you hit, if you get this, if you get this early, I mean, how often are you going to have it out on turn two or three? Like your average, just one thing that I do is I always try and think like, is this card good? Any part in the game, this card really only good at the beginning of the game. I'd say be- beginning and mid, but maybe, yeah, maybe not so late. I don't know. I don't know. The thing oh. is, is what I've noticed with this set is, or what they've been doing is adding a lot of chaos 
Uh, a lot of cards we've uh, read over the last two episodes yeah, I do like have that, this yeah. chaos thing where it's like, okay, this is just random. What's going to happen here? You could hit something. And I feel like this should be something up your alley because you always like using chaos warp. You know, that's one of yours like, all right, I'm getting rid of it. And it's random what you're going to get, you know, and that's kind of this way. But you're you're the one that's randomly getting something, you know, that could maybe help you. So I don't know. I think I want to build a chaos deck where everything is just like random. <laughs> There's no plans and it's just, and this will fit perfect in it. <laughs> for it. Connect four. <laughs> All right. Enough on that card. Let's move on to the next one. Glade Muse. Two and a green beast. Two, four. Whenever a player casts a spell, if it's not their turn, that player draws a card. I don't know if I like that one as much. Unless you're, I mean, your deck is built on playing on other people's turns, but a lot of people like playing spells on other people's turns. So you're potentially giving other people draws, you know? I like that. Whenever a player casts a spell, if it's not their turn, that player draws. Wait, what? Yeah. Whenever a player casts a spell, if it's not their turn, that player draws that card. That sounds, no. Yeah, I don't like that. I, I mean, that for this gives... deck, it's main made to play spells on other people's turn, but you're going to let other people draw a lot with this too. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Like, you're just going to get outdrawn at a game. Like, not necessarily one player, but I don't think, you know, if you're drawing two cards, the ta- the rest of the table is going to draw four. Yeah. And so you're losing that card advantage in my mind. Yeah. Probably fun, but I don't really like fun. So. <laughs> you can hear it in your voice. I don't really Sorry. like it. All right, let's move into our first partner of this uh, deck. Aldon, Avid Arcanist. Uh, Two colorless and a blue for legend creature human wizard partner. One four. It partners with Paco Arcane Retriever. And then uh, you may play non-creature cards from exile with fetch counters. What? on them if you exile them and you may spend mana as though it were mana of any color to cast those spells. So really only works with Paco, which is three red and green legendary creature elemental hound, three, three haste. Whenever it attacks, exile the top card of each player's library and put a fetch counter on it and then put a one, one counter on Paco for each non-creature card exiled this way. You, did you say the creature type? Yeah, Elemental Hound. It's a big part of this. It's all flavor. Yeah, so one thing I'm kind of noticing a lot with these partner commanders is they aren't really good standalone commanders, you know? Like, I felt like with Battle Bond, you could potentially play one of the partners and don't play with the other one. But these, it's like... Man, if you don't have the partners together, you shouldn't be playing these cards, you know? As a, as a commander for sure. Mm-hmm. I think I think some of them might fit into 99s. Not not Halda, Haldan. Oh, I guess the part that's good about these I keep forgetting that that if you cast this from your 99, you get to go search for that card as well. Sure, but yeah, that Haldan is not going to be good in a mono blue deck. But no, but if he's in the 99, he could work. 
the black blue one that we talked about last episode. Like that's good in some decks. Yeah. So, but you're probably in like the the flying shark. That's probably good on its own. Yeah. It seems like the dual color, like they give you the one that's single monocolored and then that one doesn't work with anything <laughs> besides the the partner. But then the dual color typically can work by itself, except for this hound doesn't really work that well. Oh. It just makes it a if you played the hound, you'd be more doing a Voltron type deck because you're just trying to get one one counters on him. Yeah. I'm I'm fine moving on from this. Yep. <laughs> uh Eon Frolicker, two colorless blue blue, five five flyer. When Eon Frolicker enters the battlefield, if you cast it, target opponent takes an extra turn after this one. Until your next turn, you and Planeswalkers you control gain protection from that player. That's kind of crazy. Awesome, right? It <laughs> seems... Okay, that's the funny thing. Okay, you totally got me. You nabbed me. Because, like, Nasset Metamorph, and you're like, this seems like your card is that chaos. No, the Eon Cro- Frolicker, that's my chaos. <laughs> I like that a lot. Yeah, but no, this isn't be. this isn't as chaotic because there's no downfall to you. It's just helping another player out kill the I, I other players. I try and avoid the downfall to me. <laughs> it still happens, but I, I love it when it's going like crazy for the table. Yeah. That's what I like. This is going to cause some fights. So, <laughs> I flyer for four that gives you protection for a turn from another player. Yeah. Man, just think of like you you put this, you give somebody else an extra turn that's way ahead of the board and they can knock out a player with two turns and they're like tapped out and like god, this seems this seems so fun in my mind. Yeah. No, I I think it's there's a lot of cool cards. There's a lot of chaotic cards. Panamonicon, put a Panamonicon on this. <laughs> <laughs> so fun or you just keep flickering it keep bouncing it back and forth yeah come back and just keep on use the uh whatchamacallit the new god uh what's her name why am i blanking uh, thassa thassa then you just flicker this at the end of your turn that person gets two extra turns (laughs) is that what is that what happens here that's the battlefield yeah you target opponent takes an extra turn after this one, if you do it again, then they take another one. So wouldn't it be two extra turns after that? Oh man, yeah. So go like Eon Frolicker. The person to your left gets an extra turn. Go and cast Brago, and then or like attack, flicker this. That person gets another turn, and then Thassa flicker this gets another turn. You get four turns in a row, and you get protection from three of those. Dude, it, so here's the crazy thing about that is like, if you had Thassa out like that and you that person was able to kill everybody else on the table you pretty mm-hmm. much win the game because then you just keep flickering this at the end of turn you have protection from them until your next turn they get an extra turn they just draw themselves out because they keep drawing two cards to your one and you have protection from them unless they can do it on instant speed you know what i'm saying yeah, I guess I thought I was thinking that it was during that extra turn you get protection, but until your next turn, yeah, you, know, you just get that protection. 
right? Yeah. Yeah. So then you're just basically having them draw out. I mean, there's a good chance that they have an instant that can interact with your stuff on your turn, but that's the but only way they're getting you. Sort of like redoing ETB effects with this. Yeah. You're going to be all right. Okay. That makes it a little less fun, but I still really like the idea of giving somebody four turns, go and make some toast. And then- <laughs> Who's dead? <laughs> come back. And that's what that's where this card would come into play. Like I do all that work, give somebody four different turns, I come back and it's like Nothing oh happened. no, he's building up to get you next turn. I was like, fuck. <laughs> what would happen? All right. Uh all right. The next card is how do you say this? Is it Eurus? Eurus the Withering Storm. Two green, blue, red. It's a snake leviathan, legendary creature. Yeah, it's probably Zyrus. Zyrus, you think you say it that way? Uh, So this is a 3-5 flying. Whenever an opponent draws a card, except for the first one they draw each turn, um, create a 1-1 green snake creature token. Whenever this deals damage, combat damage to a player, you and that player each draw that many cards. This seems kind of fun. You gonna do with it? Well, one, well, it doesn't fit in. Ah, uh, dang it, it doesn't fit. We need black. And say what? you could put this in. Uh, Nekasar would be perfect. You're starting to get tokens on it, but yeah, because yeah, yeah, if you had some way to have like underworld dreams effects, where anytime they draw cards, they take damage. That'd be sweet. But you you're losing Obnixilis, underworld dreams. Fate Stitcher, like you're you're losing all uh, almost all of those effects. Yeah. So why do you want your opponent to draw cards? So you can get one one green snakes. <laughs> what you only get to do one. If if I could make draw more or make more tokens, then sure. Um. No, I, I think don't. you get as many <clears throat> as they draw. That's beyond the first. I'm draw the card except for the first one. They draw each of their draw steps. Whenever they draw a card, you get a one-one snake. That's beyond the first one. Okay. So okay. when you draw two, you draw three, you draw four, draw five. You get that many snakes. Is this a little bit of hate against like Ristic Study too? Like those draw cards, Euro. Oh, that's a good point. You're drawing extra cards, and then they just you're creating one, one snakes. That part seems good. If you're against like, think about this against a Nekusar deck. Oh yeah. Always drawing more cards or creating more snake tokens. Yeah. Well, that seems cool. Actually with this, with windfall or, um, with wheel, wheel of, of fortune, fortune is pretty brutal because you're doing everybody. So you're getting, you know, seven, 14 21 1 1 green snake tokens just off of a wheel is becoming better and better as we talk about it. so Tefiri's puzzle box mm-hmm. uh, what is that windfall or the winds of change yeah and just, th- it, this is another wheel deck right yeah well and that's the thing that's why you're saying it's getting better is when you were thinking about it, it was you only get one snake for it doesn't matter how many they draw but when you have multiple draws and getting that many makes it that much better Yep. Yeah. Getting getting more tokens makes it way better. Yeah. And then being able to force them to draw more cards. 
like if you hit you get to draw three cards they draw three cards and you make three snake tokens yeah that's well wait 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 if you hit and you're draw you're hitting they're drawing two to your three you know because it's their first one they draw on each of their turns Oh no no no! I'm, that's silly. You only get you only steps. get two snakes to that. Sorry, that's what it was. But it's their draw steps, so it's only the draw step where it doesn't count for you. Oh, Every other gotcha! Time they gotcha. Draw a card. You get a one-one snake. Then, yeah, that makes sense. So you hit with them. They take three damage. You draw three cards. They draw three cards. You create three snake tokens. It seems like it could be a fun commander. A lot going on. And it looks like a dragon. I'm just saying, just just saying, they're taking hey, they're taking my dragons away. I don't like it. They're making them snake leviathans. This is going to be a really good card, probably against me. So, all right, yeah. I'm making that deck. <laughs> <laughs> all right, the uh, next one is you, Avenus, Gigantotherium. That sounds about right. Yep, Gigantotherium. I'm going with that. Five colorless green green for a beast. It's a 3-3. It has Devour 3, which is when when it comes into the battlefield, you can sacrifice creatures, and every creature that you control, you get to put 3 plus 1 plus 1 counters on it. When Ravenous Gigantotherium enters the battlefield, deals X damage divided as you choose among up to X target creatures, where X is the power there's Each your, of those there's your triple X there, game. Lowry. There's a lot of X's there. I like it. Three of them. Uh, those creatures deals damage equal to its power to Ravenous Gigantotherium. See, that's why I say when this enters the battlefield. <laughs> no, I'm trying to repeat the card name so people get it. Uh, it deals X damage divided as you choose among up to any X target creatures where X is its power. Those creatures deal damage to uh, equal to its power. So it's fighting. Yeah. Potentially a lot of creatures among a bunch and of creatures. dying. So like if you pay seven, sacrifice two creatures when it comes into play, it's a nine, nine. Then you can deal like deal nine damage divided among a bunch of bodies for your opponents. And then hopefully yours doesn't die. Most likely it dies unless you pick and choose, you know, which you can do, which is nice. Yeah. You get to pick and choose that. So it's okay. It's seven. Seven's a lot. Uh, I'd rather have that like dinosaur, that 10, 10 that just keeps on fighting until you don't want it to. Oh yeah. Yeah. Seems better. Cause it's just like 10 damage, 10 damage, 10 damage. This is like dividing nine to 12 up if you want it to work all right the next one is decoy gambit two and a blue instant for each opponent choose up to one target creature that player controls then return that creature to its owner's hand unless its controller has you draw a card potentially could be a draw but the kind of thing that sucks is most likely you're going to have you draw and they're going to keep their creature out so if you really needed to get rid of something they're not going to get rid of it, <laughs> you know, but so more think of this as a draw. draw and spell. that's not bad. Yeah. For three up to three or, cards. I would almost prefer to draw three cards. 
So instant speed, three mana. But that's the other thing is it's situational because what if it's there's no creatures or they have a token and they're just like, yeah, I'll just return this. I don't want you to draw, you know, so giving them the choice kind of sucks a little bit, but. Boing though, it's like it could be three mana instant draw three cards. It could be three mana instant return three creatures that are of no real significance, but that's still like a three for one across the board. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and then if you mix that in, it depends on what you're getting. You know, more than likely they're not you're not gonna get anything super good. But I I think this has some really good potential. Yeah. All right, the fourth of our freebies, and that's on you. It's deflecting SWAT. Uh, two colorless red instant. If you control your commander, you may cast this spell without paying its mana cost. You may choose new targets for target spell or ability. Dig it. I like that. I like it too. The free spell. It, it really it might be the weakest out of them and it's still pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I still, mm, well, green turned a little better for me when it was, uh, prevent the damage from opponents, but I almost might take this over the green. I, I, I guess what, what I should say is I'll probably use this more than I would use the green one. Cause I don't typically use fog effects except for constant miss when it fits in a certain deck, you know, yeah, uh, but Cosmos stops all like combat yeah. damage. The nice thing about that other one, the green one, is yeah, the, the opponents just opponents still deal damage. But I guess what I'm saying is, so you can do that like a heroic intervention, somebody coming at you, and you're like, well, actually, I'm going to green fog you for free and try and kill as many creatures. Like if they're attacking with a six six, you got a bunch of two twos. You're like, well, I'm going to kill your six six and try and kill as many creatures as possible. That's that's one way to use that fog. This is, you know, like it's still like the the counterspell version of this stops wraths, stops targeted removal, it stops I mean it's like crazy ramp rocks. Like, well, think of it like your biggest things, your your cyclonic rift switches it around so it benefits you. Teferi's protection switch it around, right? Um, no, because it's target. I, I'm just pulling up. Yeah, that's what I was just pulling up until no. your next turn, your life change, and then cyclonic isn't target either. Uh, your opponents, so yeah, that that doesn't switch those huge anything that says target player. Yeah, so that cyclonic, it wouldn't do that. Like, if they weren't overloading it, you could, like, yeah, change a different creature right yeah, spot removals basically where it's it's flipping player. it around or that player or anything either because cyclonic rift says opponent yeah so yeah it's you more get, choose new targets or target spell or ability so yeah it can def- change a counter spell change a removal yeah i guess but i, I think i'd still play this more than i would play the the fog one I think. I don't know. Lately, because I've been playing making a lot of red decks. <laughs> Probably true as well. All right. Um next one is Curious Herd. 
three and a green instant. Choose target opponent. You create X, three, three beast creature tokens, where X is the number of artifacts that player controls. Ooh. Hey, Smothering Tithe, you just found your enemy. <laughs> well, I mean, so if somebody did this in response to you having a ton of... Sacrifice all your tokens. Yeah, you just get rid of that value, right? You just can't give them that much. Yeah. But that's, that's a that's good a really way to get rid of getting, uh, all those tokens. Do. Yeah, for sure. That's <laughs> I like that idea. Uh, is there anything else in this one? Twinning staff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A colorless artifact. If you would copy a spell one or more times, instead copy it that many times plus an additional time. Hmm. You may choose new targets for the additional copy. And then you can pay seven, tap it, copy target instant or sorcery spell you control you may choose new targets for the copy oof that's seven it's mighty hefty but that's that's a lot of copy because you're copying it twice yeah right seven is going to be hard Mm -hmm. Uh, and on top of casting a spell (laughs) yeah on top of that copy target instant you control yeah that, that's a lot but it's still like i think it's still worth it at three mm-hmm. and then if you're copying a spell you copy a spell one or more i mean this kind of deck that's that's the way it goes like i would this is a big reason why i would want to build it with this initial commander you know you know to- th- this fits in my croaks a deck though like this is what yep. i needed like that's pretty crazy because all i you know it's copying my return from the graveyard spells and if it gets late game enough and i'm able to pay seven and do that Mm -hmm. yeah that's for sure going in croxa uh all right the next one is lava brink floodgates three and a red artifact tap two for or tap it to give you two red at the beginning of each player's upkeep that player may put a doom counter on lava brink or remove a doom counter from it then if it has three or more doom counters on it sacrifice it it deals six damage to each creature so <laughs> the funny thing is you can cast this and never get to well you can tap it right away for its mana but i was gonna say by the time it gets around to your next turn it could already be gone and kill all the creatures at the very least you're getting two mana for your, your four drop which isn't bad. This is this is kind of some fun chaos. Yeah. Chaos. Do you put this in like a, a dinosaur enrage deck? They hit that six damage. They got to make them survive though. You can still just get the enrage triggers yeah. knowing that like you're wiping the board for the most part. I mean, clearly nobody's going to let you do the six damage if you're doing like a vigor deck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Because they're going to be like, well, everybody take it off. You're, you're not going to be able to wrap yeah. the board. Um, I think that's it for this deck. So we move on to the next one that is on you, Ruthless. We're going to talk about Ruthless Regiment. And this is probably human-based. It's Mardu, red, white, blue, colorless, Arena, Kudro. Uh, legendary creature, human soldier, three, three, 
uh, when Jarina Kudro enters, enters the battlefield, create a 1-1 one, one white human soldier creature token for each time you've cast a commander from the command zone this game. Other humans you control get plus 2 plus up. Cast commander zone. So the first time you do it, you get a 1-1 one, one that gets plus 2 plus 1. So 3-1. Very good, right? No, this is the least exciting one. So might as well check out our humans that go with it. Let's uh, see what it is. I'm trying to find as, some humans. As Derek in our, our Discord said, boring. <laughs> yeah, this is the least exciting I mean, one. Boring. I'm just going to... Derek helped us out a lot. All so right. He's just going to get credit. So the first one that kind of goes with it, this one's pretty interesting. Might be the one instead that I would play instead of this, but it's Kelsian. Uh, Kelsian, the plague, red, white, black, legendary creature, human assassin, two, two, vigilance, haste, uh, gets one plus one for each experience counter you have. Yay, experience counters are back. Uh, you can tap it to do one damage to target creature you don't control. When that creature dies this turn, you get an experience counter. What? So even that isn't terribly exciting. okay so you are it does have haste so you can ping something right away and kill it maybe whenever that creature dies this turn you get an experience counter okay and you can make it really big but big creatures aren't very good for pinging because they're big but it does have vigilance okay yeah so it's working able to attack with it but Pinging for one, you got to be knocking off little guys. Yeah, but you can you can block with this and then ping, and then if that creature is going to die out of the blocking anyway, then you can put a one one counter on it. Yeah. Nah. So let's move on. Um, like, well, <laughs> hold on. Think about the other experience counter. Well, you commanders have that Baron, you can add into this. Baron, which is black and green, oh. which doesn't fit. So there's like Kalem that's red white and then gives gives plus one plus one for every spell you cast of five or more for creatures, which might not be relevant here. And then the black white one it deals with it's like Daxos enchantments, which also might not be relevant here. That's yeah. about it, right? There's not a black red one. I think they were off color. You're going to make me look it up. Uh, probably, probably not. I want to give a death touch. You can just kill anything and give it experience counters, but then you just make it big. Like, it's just a weird, weird spot. Yeah. Uh, why don't we move on to the next? Or this next human is actually pretty sweet, though. Uh, Burge Rangers. Two colorless and white for a 3-3 human scout. It uh, has first strike. You may look at the top card of your library anytime. Oh, I, I do remember yeah. liking this card. As long as an opponent controls more lands than you, you may play lands from the top of your library. That's pretty sweet. That's that's sweet. Yeah. <clears throat> Oracle of Muldaya, but not as good, but kind of sweet for white. Yeah. The it nice makes thing me is... want to sacrifice my lands so I can always do it. <laughs> 
Well, and the nice thing uh, is you don't have to. It, it's you choose an opponent too, as long as an opponent has more land than you. Yeah. And then it's also not revealing your top of your library, so you don't have that downside of Oracle Moldaya people seeing everything. And also being a 3-3 first strike is no chump yeah. either. Like, you can throw that out there and like it does something in combat. Yeah, I like this card. White has so, gotten some good cards like, in this. I agree. People complained and everybody said it was going to take a year or two and they're wrong. Yeah, it's already in Commander. They started it. All right, Fireflux Squad, three and a red. Human Soldier 4-3 Haste. When it attacks, you may exile another uh, target attacking creature you control. If you do, reveal cards from the top of your library until you reveal a creature card. Put that card on the battlefield tapped and attacking and the rest on the bottom of your library in a random order. This I could see going in Perforos. Potentially. I don't like that it's exile, though. I wish it was sacrifice. Yeah, of course you would. <laughs> Because then I can reuse it. I can see this going into Favictus Asmati because I'm playing off the top of my library in that deck to um, sacrifice or exile it to. Yeah, it does feel sacrifice, but it is exile. Yeah. Um, I felt like I had a home for it, but I'm not sure if I would use it there. Seems... Like, again, a really solid, like, chaos card you're talking about. I'm glad that you said that because now I'm seeing it. Chaos cards? Well, I think the next one is even a better chaos card. Why don't you go to that one, Lowry? Frontier Warmonger. Three colors and a red for a human warrior. That's a 4-4. Whenever one or more creatures attack one of your opponents or a planeswalker, they control. Those creatures gain menace until end of turn. Whenever one or more creatures attacks one of your opponents or a planeswalker, they control. So basically trying to get people to attack them and they gain menace. I like that. No one's going to attack. If you have it, Lowry, no one's going to attack other players. They're still going to attack you. (laughs) Yeah, they're going, oh, we see what you're trying to do and we're just going to attack you instead. (laughs) Then I'll just be like, fine, I'll just chump block this 4-4 for 4 and kill it so then people don't. Go at me. Cool species, <laughs> species specialist. Cool name. Bad card. Uh, two colorless black, black human warrior. Two, three as species specialist enters the battlefield. Choose a creature type. Whenever a creature of the chosen type dies, you may draw a card. Yeah. It kind of sucks that it narrows it down to a creature type. It go would, ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, then it's just making you go into tribal pretty much, you know, instead of just being like, whenever a creature dies, draw a card. It does get around the token thing again. Right. That's what I was going to say. The next thing. Yeah. And then like, do you want to put this into uh, a warrior or human tribal so that it also is within its own tribe? I mean, it's in this so deck, maybe this which is a human like- deck. <laughs> Yeah, and does this work in like Najila, which is a warrior deck? Yeah, it, it, for four, it seems like a lot. Yeah, for yeah. All right, uh, first partner for this set uh, or for this uh, deck here is Trin, Champion of Freedom, three and a white legendary creature, human soldier. Partners with Silvar, Devourer of the Free, three three, 
At the beginning of your end step, if you attack this turn, get a 1-1 white human soldier creature token. And then why don't you read Silvar? Silvar, Devourer of the Free. Three colorless, black-red. Legendary creature, Cat Nightmare for two. Partner with Trin. Has Menace. Then sacrifice a human. Put a 1-1 counter on Silvar. Devourer of the Free. It gains indestructible until end of turn. Mm. <laughs> like them together again. Don't know. Trend is a little better by itself. Like before, remember I was talking about the the single monocolored partners weren't as good. This one actually can work because you have to, if you attack, you get a one one white human soldier token. Yeah, but I like Stilvar on its own too because yeah. just being like humans are all over the place. Uh, black red can be a sacrifice style deck. And then giving it in its menace plus one plus one and indestructible seems pretty good. Five mana might be a little bit much, but four and five. These are higher casting than the other two or other ones that we went that we saw. Again, yeah, I do feel like these partners are maybe a little too expensive for what they do. I think they work really well together, but they're meant to be together. Oh, cute. All right, uh, Titan Hunter, four and a black. At the beginning of each player's end step, if no creatures died this turn, Titan Hunter deals four damage to that player. Uh, you can tap two or one colorless and one black, sacrifice a creature, gain four life. That's pretty interesting. I like that a lot. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Chaos. <laughs> At the beginning of, and it does affect you, so each player's end step, if no creatures died this turn, that Titan player loses four, life, or four damage player. to that player, not each player. What? Yeah, to that player. Yeah, yeah. But like, try and get lifelink on this thing. So even if you don't have anything die that your turn deals four damage to you, you gain four life, and then it doesn't matter. Well, I mean, it gives you the sack outlet right there. It can. Yeah. But like, yeah, I mean, sure. I dig sure. it. Sure, sure. It's a sack outlet. I think it's maybe a little overcasted, but four or five for five ain't ain't awful. All right. Are here the harbinger? What? That's not a new one. It does show it is. I know, I know, but <laughs> I just, I'm surprised by it. Do they have a planeswalker in every deck? Uh, they did. Yep. With that, that's a good idea. Yep, every single one of them. We're towards the end here. Call coats. Uh, two colorless and a white. Oh, is this? No. Instant. It's strive. This spell costs colorless white more, white more to cast for each target beyond the first. And then choose each number of target opponents. Create X11 white human soldier creature tokens where X is the number of creatures those opponents control. That's pretty sweet. You get a no, go against really a token cool. deck, you're freaking set, you know. And it's at instant like speed. Instant speed? Yeah, at instant speed is pretty sweet. You're gonna create a ton of tokens. Like, do you know? I think it's called Call the Recruits. It's another commander card from years ago. But just like that's like eight to come out, and just you create a one-one token for each creature that's in play, and it counts you as well. 
choose any and th this is just opponents so let's say like maxed out two four six seven eight nine then you're creating all of the tokens that your opponents have for creatures but this is more likely going to be like five then you're just taking the most you're probably going to get easy six creatures right well it, you're counteracting counter or token decks too which is really nice yeah, and if you have a token deck going crazy, you just also have a token deck going crazy. Right, and I mean, potentially wiping their tokens out if they attack you with it, you know? Like, this is True. this is a pretty good card. Pretty strong for white. It's a really cool one. Uh, and then the last of our freebies is Flawless Maneuver, two and a white instant. If you control your commander, you can play it for free. Uh, creatures you control gain indestructible until end of turn. I dig that. That would be our would have been in our um, replacement core card replacement for heroic intervention. I would think there. It's I a pretty agree. damn good uh, replacement effect. <laughs> like that. That's gonna go. It's gonna go in a lot of decks. Into some. That's gonna go into some decks. All right, and then I think we just yeah. have one. I think all those really good. One oh, we have two cards left. It looks like, yep, one Same artifact board. and one enchantment. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, sanctuary blade, two colorless equipment. If sanctuary blade becomes attached to a creature, choose a color. Equip creature gets plus two plus zero oh and has protection from the last chosen color. Ooh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, they get the. A, a color it's like boom you know who i'm coming after you yeah you know i mean not bad you play would you play with that one maybe consider it. the equip cost might be a little high for me but for um some potential unblockability yeah that seems pretty all right, and then yeah. the last card in this deck is Molten Echoes, two and two red enchantment. As Molten Echoes enters the battlefield, choose a creature type. Whenever a non-token creature of the chosen creature type enters the battlefield under your control, create a token that's a copy of that creature. That token gains haste. Exile it at the beginning of your next end step. I like this. A non-token creature. Yeah, because... uh. Like my Perforos deck, or you know any of those. Lately, I've been trying to to duplicate this. You automatically, without having to tap mana, you get a token of that, which is pretty nice. As long as it's not a token. Oh, but uh -huh. you have to choose the creature type, so you have to. Ah, uh, I missed that part. Uh, yeah. So this. So you kind of have to go tribal with it, which is, I mean, humans is part of Ikoria. And this is the human section of it. So, but I think, you know, think of the red tribes that, you know, goblins seems like the obvious choice. And then I'm sure there's others like beast. Maybe if they ever make a beast commander, that'd be sweet. Maybe that's just what I'm hoping for. <laughs> um, Please wizards. Larry loves beasts. His favorite X-Men was beast. Just make it, them blue. It's true. It's true because he wore glasses. And, <laughs> and you wear glasses. Yeah, that's why Donatello was also my favorite Ninja Turtle. 
sad when that's all you have to associate with. Just glasses. Yeah. <laughs> you were probably smart. We can. I can. I'm gonna pretend that I was you. <laughs> oh, all right. So, out of these decks, which one? This one by far, I feel like, is the weakest. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. They're all pretty fun, though. I mean, besides this one, <laughs> I think all <laughs> the four out of the five are pretty good. Yeah. I mean, like as we're going through it, like there's definitely some really cool cards in here. Like the indestructible for free, the the token maker. Yeah, for sure. After that, I'd have to look at the the reprints on that one to see if it's worth buying. But the other ones I'm for sure probably gonna just buy as long as we're we don't sink into a deep recession. Yeah. <laughs> then it's more uh, of selling everything. <laughs> But it's not really yeah, selling. No one's buying. This is a time when, I mean, card prices are going to go down. So we said it before. This is the time to start looking at cards that you want to buy and kind of check the prices. Keep an eye on them. Yeah. I like the spell one. I, I for sure like the cycle one. I like. I want to try the mutate stuff. I'm like excited to use that one. I like the token. Yeah, the token abilities. one. Man, that cath rule. Yeah. Insect thing seems bonkers. Yeah. That one seems so good. And then mutate is different enough to make me want to try it. Mm-hmm. Probably won't build with it. Which is kind of like the sad part. <laughs> hey, we have plenty of time. Well, no, you're about to have a kid, so you won't have plenty of time. So I won't have any time. I will have negative time. <laughs> Can you give me You're back like, time? Where, where did all my sleep go? <laughs> oh, I don't envy those days. I'm so glad I'm out of those. Yep. Oh. Three months of sleep coming up. So, so yeah, I think I think they're interesting. I think yeah. they're cool. I like that there's a cycling specific commander. The five are solid card. Or how about three out of the five are solid? One is interesting enough to make me want to buy it. And then humans is meh. Yeah. Maybe I'll just buy the certain, I don't know. We, for the last few years we've bought everything. So I don't know. Because they only had four and this was their problem before with when they made five, there was always one that was just clearly weaker. Yeah. And this in with mechanics from Ikoria and I don't think they failed. It was just, this seems really similar to the, the Mardu Knights brawl deck. Yep. You know it totally I mean? does. Like it just, obviously the there. weakest one. Yeah. Or not the most fun oh, one. So I don't, I don't know. Well, I'll tell you what I, we do need to do is sign off. Cause we're at an hour and a half again. <laughs> what are we at? An hour and a half. There we so. go. Look at us. If we put the episodes together, that's three hours. <laughs> this is our longest session, I would say, though. We can say that because we've been sitting here for over three hours. <laughs> what time did we start? Nine o'clock, actually, is when we were. I got on. We didn't start recording then, but. One, that's, that's four and a half hours. We're doing Whew. all right. <laughs> well, I hope you guys stuck around for that uh, commander review. Um half and an hour and a half it's fine it's broken up right exactly well i'm just saying stuck around for both of them 
thought about you, the listener. <laughs> you sound tired now, Larry. <laughs> I think it's time for us to go to bed. So we should do our <laughs> sign-offs. Uh, we will catch you guys next week, right? Whenever this comes out, I don't. Well, yeah. Well, because it depends on when it comes out. Because maybe this is the next week episode, so that it will still be next week. Mm. Get it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. We're good. And then we'll, we'll get on our regular schedule program, or we might have more spoilers mixed in with uh, the planeswalkers we had talked about. Underrated planeswalkers. Eventually, we will get to that. <laughs> right. One of these days. All right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. We will see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Oh, why did I say it? That was weird. Yeah, you stole my line, you <laughs> asshole. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. See ya. Bye.